Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Hi. Wow, I'm so excited. Yes. I'm excited to meet you too. I listened to a couple of your other podcasts. I got to tell you, they were trippy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we live? We're live, Dr. Cohen. We're live? <laughs> so we're live? We're live with so, Gross Anatomy. We got to do our intro spiel. We're oh, live with Gross. I, jot, I thank for your intro. Go, do it. <laughs> we, we're live with Gross Anatomy, where we explore the sites. Gray's Anatomy? No, Gross Anatomy. He was on Gray's Anatomy. What about Gray's Anatomy? My daughter was on it and she got a recycled pad, so I thought I'd bring it because it was oh, awesome. You should have crossed out gray and wrote in marker <laughs> gross. Come on. Well, you'll make your own pads. Okay, yeah. that's true. We got to make them out. So welcome to Gross Anatomy, where we explore the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it relates to pop culture, movies, TV, and the world around us. And I am Dr. Jason Cohen. And who are you up there? Her or me? You. Her. Um, oh, her. Me? I'm Lauren Taylor. Who I yes. heard tell who you're pointing to, Dr. Cohen. Wait, isn't that you, Lauren? <laughs> no. And that's you, Sharon. No, for yes, me, it's me. this way. Yeah. And today we are joined by Sharon Feldstein. Feldstein. Why does it say Sharon's iPad 3? You have three iPads? I got well, distracted. I suppose I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I have like one in New York and one probably I gave to my grandson. This is probably my, th I don't know, my IT guy named him. I gotcha. don't know. <laughs> and so, so at the beginning of the year or towards the end of the year, Lauren and I decided we have to start having more guests on the show. So okay. that's been, and interestingly, I think the fact that we could do Zoom, I think has made having guests easier. Right? Yeah, more it's true. Yeah, more people are willing to come on. Because you can have a guest from anywhere in the world. Right, right exactly. So people are like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Why not? We're stuck so, here. What's that? Yeah, we're, we're stuck here. We're stuck here, exactly. We're not doctors, so we're here. <laughs> yeah. Me, and I'm not either. I just play one on my podcast. Can I tell so, you guys, I wanted to say to you, as soon as you, I met you, is it, are you Howard Stern and she's Robin? <laughs> exactly. I exactly. couldn't wait to say that. I was waiting all right. day to say that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, exactly. Um, a little cleaner version of Howard Stern, though. Just a little bit. Okay. Um, That's too bad. Yeah. No, exactly. And which, which guest are you? On a, on <laughs> I know. Howard I thought Stern about show. that. I, I think I'm no, I don't know what guest I am because I don't think I would ever, well, I know I would never be on Howard Stern ever. But I, but I just thought, okay. Yeah. And the, and the whole reason, so so we're you know we're exploring medicine and how it relates to pop culture and the world around us. So why? Um, so you grew up in New York. When did yeah. you leave New York? So um, I left New York when I was twenty. I got married and moved out here, and I immediately began a career because back in those days there was no fashion business here. Now the fashion business is exploding, but the business in fashion was costumes and styling. Right. So I immediately, I was on, I was so lucky. My first job was taxi. I was the costume designer for taxi. Oh, wow. So that's how I met all my best friends and my ex-brother-in-law and blah, 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 blah. Who's your ex-brother-in-law? My sister was married to Judd Hirsch for a beat. Not anymore. But my niece and nephew are... are Ordinary married. people, right? He's their yeah, he's their dad. Yeah. And taxi. Ordinary. Yeah. Right, so, right. Yeah. But so, in terms of mental health, I'm yeah, trying, oh, to, yeah. oh, trying yeah. to bring yeah. it around. I, I never thought about that, but yes. I yeah. relate everything to the movie. Doctor. The, I bring yeah, it all show. around. 
Yeah. Okay, that yeah. was good. I I actually never thought of that. Um, yeah. But anyway, so I you mean, he didn't he didn't base that whole movie and that role based on you on on your whole foundation and everything. My, my foundation <laughs> is a year and a half old. Okay, ah, it's he, a little and baby. My sister, he's got another wife. Okay. She got another gotcha. husband. This is a long time ago. No, he did not. Gotcha. I don't even think I knew him when he did Ordinary People. I think it was mm. after. I don't remember. Whenever Taxi was in that order. But yeah. anyway, so fast forward, I was a costume designer stylist. I feel like it's like a doctor. You can always still be a co- I'm not. I not was. I just don't practice. Right. Um, and because I was so trendy and I understood trends, I created, now uh, Lauren might like this, the sparkle cell phones and microphones and all that stuff. I invented that. I created that. Ooh. I noticed you had a podcast with someone who did something with bikini waxes. I don't know. I was listening to that for 10 minutes. <laughs> and then with, I don't know, Survivor or, or I, something like that. And, and I created this product. This, uh, Lauren, do you know what I'm talking about? The, uh, no. the sparkle cell phone and microphones, <laughs> like it ended sex in the city when she was on calling Mr. Big from the bridge. Uh, yes. That's me. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, really I have good. no I was, clue. I was really I don't great get at out trends. Much. I was really good at trends. And I, and everyone's like, so what's the next trend? Because this was a big deal. It's still happening. These sparkle things. Um, I couldn't trademark it cause you can't trademark an embellishment. And if I did, um, I don't even know where I'd be right now, but, um, so I created a company called Expert Management. And honestly, you'd be the kind of person that I would be representing have, if, I'm st- if I was still interested in my company. Now, hey, I created it hey, like 12 or 13 years ago. Hey, yeah, you never know. Somebody could bring me back. Well, I really wanted Lauren's job, but right. somebody could bring me back. So, so I started a company of people, no, seriously, exactly like you, experts. So I had, um, I've had literally hackers, sex therapists, Lots of doctors, lots of nutritionists, stylists, anyone that was an expert, I would vet them, okay? And if I thought they were the best or had the right personality, like you have a great personality, had the right kind of combo of what I was looking for. Now, this is way before, okay, Dr. Oz is a personal friendly send, Mehmet are my friends. It was before Dr. Oz, after Dr. Phil. So I was way early, like 15 years ago. So the agencies would say, Sharon, if you build them, then we'll represent them. So what happened was I would build them. They would represent them. They'd only, they'd only need an agent. And it's like, bye-bye expert management. So I got clever and I charged a retainer. So I, was, I became like a publicist. So I had a retainer per month, let's say X amount a month. And you know, I was doing very well. I had 10, 20 clients at a, on a retainer. And that was great. And then once they became successful or realized they weren't going to be on TV, you know, they would leave and I'd get like a new batch kind of a oh, thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, so your mom cares. I, I called it a front row seat to life because I have ADD and dyslexia. It was a great education for me. I can hear and learn like that, but I didn't have to sit and read, 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 read. I heard you say you want to read another book or something, but no, me, I don't read. On one of your other podcasts, I list for five minutes on each one. <laughs> Lauren likes it. See, she's getting That's my really guess. all you need is five minutes. Yeah, I got five minutes. Your mom. You, okay. So you started so, a foundation. Well, here, can I give you the backstory? Because it's a little interesting. I would love backstory. Okay, so I don't remember when, but during the Obama administration, his administration called uh, and asked me to do a PSA, a public service announcement for the Affordable Health Care Act. See, when you and say I PSA say, to a doctor, you're talking about the prostate, the prostate-specific antigen. Oh, so, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, that's why I'm glad I explained it. I, right, a public, thank you. Because some people that are not in L.A. do not know what a PSA is. Right. Okay. So a public service announcement. 
And um, they asked me to do this. And I said, okay, fine, but I'm very controlling. You don't know that yet about me. But so I said, okay, fine, I'll do it at my house with like my hair and makeup people. I'll invite my best friend, Patsy Noah, Adam Levine's mom. And it's going to be a Q&A and I'm not going to read the script. And we'll, and they were like dizzy by the time I got done with them. But then they said, okay, you know what? I think it's going to be good. We'll try it. Because I said, I'm much better. Like I told you, just ask me the questions. I'll answer them. Ask me, I'll answer. If I have to read like, hi, Dr. Cohen, like I can't do that. So we did it. We got a million, yeah. we got a million hits in, wait, 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 in an wait. hour. You didn't, say, you didn't say what, what the purpose of the PSA I did. Was. I said did for you? the Affordable Health Care Act. Oh, for the Affordable Health Care okay. Act. Okay. So we got like a million hits in an hour. At the end of the PSA, Michelle Obama, Mrs. Obama, um, ended the PSA by saying, we nag you because we love you. Hashtag your mom cares. So uh, I was like, that, because I'm a brander. I'm like, that's so she, the name. She's the one who said it. She said it. They had a comp they had an advertising agency that came up with it. It was a brilliant name. It's like Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Right. I only see you now, Lauren, but that's okay. Um, because you're adorable. And now I get a call like a month later. I thought it was like a joke. They're like, um, you know, President Obama would like to have a meeting with you guys in the in the Roosevelt room at the White What House. guys? What guys? Me and some of the other I'm sorry, some of the other celebrity mothers that were on the PSA. We filmed separately. Sorry. I apologize. Jennifer Lopez's mother, Alicia Keys' mother, and a bunch of other people. Like 20 people, 15 people. Are you, are you friends with them or he just put no, you together? No, not yet. Not ah, yet. Gotcha. So we literally fly to the White House and we have a meeting in the on jet, office. On, a pr on the no, jet No, no, on a regular plane. No, at, okay. at our own expense. We fly there. We, we go have a meeting and literally like, there's like a long table. We're in the Roosevelt room and there's like a long table and like there's, everybody has like little name things. And was that like your first time in the, was that your first time in the White House? No, but in the Roosevelt, in the inside where the people live in the, and yes, in the Oval Office, yes, it was. I haven't wow. gotten there yet. So yeah. 100% it was my first time there. Yeah. I didn't go to any of those Hanukkah parties or anything. So um, they have our names, right? God, I was worried I was going to be tired. I don't seem tired. Um, no. they, have our, they have our names. And across from Patsy and I, it's blank. And we're like, well, who's that? And they said, well, that's the president. And I'm like, what? And like, he <clears> literally <throat> sat and had a meeting with us. We were allowed to have our opinions. And you actually talked to him? Oh, what? talk? I have a picture. He, he kissed me. <laughs> he, let you, he let you talk to him? They let you? They let you? A hundred percent. And wait, that was, I was really impressed because I had a couple of ideas. I'm not shy. And I Did was, they have they to do like it. a security clearance and background? Oh, yeah. They had to do all that in advance. hundred okay. percent. They got, you yeah, have to yeah, get yeah. vetted. So then they said, he said, you know, I never saw the PSA. Let's roll it. So he watched it and he was laughing. Patsy and I were cute. We're funny. You should look at I mean, I'll send you a clip. Yeah. And he's like, he was like, yeah, maybe we could post the PSA on our, on, uh, on our sure, Instagram. Sure, whatever. We'll send Marathon. A clip you. of it. Yeah. And he was like telling me how funny I was. It was. Very sweet. And he literally shook hands and he said, well, with the moms, I'm going to kiss you because I hug and kiss every mom. So he kissed us. And then he invited us to the Oval Office and we took pictures. It was crazy. Wow, that's great. Like, honestly, in the moment, I thought, this is great. But like, in, on, upon reflection, it was amazing. We got to Were see Were you nervous? That. Were you nervous? I don't really get nervous so much. The I mean, president, I think if I had to get, I think if I had to, um, I wasn't nervous to meet the president at all. I was excited. I would have been nervous. I would have been very nervous. nervous. Right, Lauren, I'm would you have been nervous? I would have been very nervous. But I, I would have been not because you know what? People are people. I, I really people believe are people. that. So I've worked with celebrities my That's whole life. That's a great song, Depeche Mode. People are yeah. people. Well, I thought mm -hmm. people, people who need people, I'm more, you know, I'm older. Right. Uh, so, That's a but, good song too. So I 
don't who's know. that? Barbara Streisand? Yeah, but I don't know who that Depeche Mode is. I mean, I know, but I don't know. So I was not nervous. I, I get nervous if I have to read a script, if I have to not be me. Right, right. And I get nervous if I, well, I won't do it. But if I'm asked to talk on a topic that I either don't know anything about, yeah. one thing about me, like if you ask me a question, I don't know, I will say, I'm sorry, I don't know. Because yeah. I think you look really stupid when you pretend to know. And eventually you're going to get caught. So That's amazing advice. That's great I teach advice. master classes at Fashion Institute. I went to, which is a, like the number one fashion school in the country. And yeah. my class, I teach the kids. I always say, don't, please just say you don't know. First of all, you're going to learn what you don't know. Yeah. And you will always get caught. And if not, you're going to miss half of whatever's going on. Yeah, so, we teach that. And probably it's not a good idea to lie either. No, <laughs> so, we teach that to our, to, you know, I run this pre-med program. Did not know. Should I apply? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. You'd be a great uh, candidate. Can you have an associate's degree in fashion? <laughs> right. Exactly. Actually, the interesting thing about the program is, is it's college kids and post-bac kids. So some of the kids are kids right. who have had these other careers. But, um, but one thing we tell med students and all these kids is the same kind of thing. Do not lie. Like if, if someone is asking right. you, especially, you know, with doctoring and medicine. Of course. Like you could... Because I've seen it too. I've seen people like make make up the data, make up the answer. Ugh. You really? And if your professor is grilling you, you're so much better off just saying, "Listen, I don't know, but I can figure it out. I can find it out." Right. Don't ever, don't ever make it up. Well, that could be scary in your profession. Yeah. Wow. It can be. Yeah. But wow. luckily, that doesn't happen. Okay. So you so, so you went home. Cares. So yeah. I went home and I'm like, I love this name. I love this name. And then this is another joke in my house. My assistant's name was Coco, which is a great name. Mm -hmm. And I used to say to her, Coco, get me the White House because I have a couple of questions. So yeah. literally I had a contact. So Brad Jenkins would answer the phone, you know, White House, Brad Jenkins, like whatever, mm -hmm. celebrity relations, whatever it was. I don't know. And I'm like, Brad, I want to trademark that name. I want the name Your Mom Cares. I said, in order to do something good with that name, you need to be someone of influence's mother so that you can use your platform and voice for good. And he right. said, no problem. Gave us the name. I trademarked the name, put that away for a while, kind of woke up like a year and a half ago and said, you know what? Our kids are suffering. Our kids have so many issues. I mean, homelessness, uh, food insecurity, and mental health issues. And we vetted all the causes and Oh, let me tell you about who the other mothers are in a second. We vetted all the causes and we came up with mental health. But back wait, wait, wait. so when was the Obama thing? How how many years ago? Uh, I want to say six, seven. I don't know. A long time. Six. So did something did some event happen or some no, no, no. something trigger no, that no made you ever, finally no one's say? Ever asked me that. Uh, no one's ever asked me that. I was just super busy with my other company and I was just so busy that I knew I was on the board of a pediatric cancer and age charity when I was 25 to like 40. And I mm. knew how much work it was. And I knew if I was the Where? founder, pardon me. Where was that? Here at Children's oh, Hospital. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I knew that if I was the founder, cause I wasn't the founder of that charity. I was on the board. Um, right. I would have to devote my life. Like she did. She, her name is right. Joyce Bogart and she was a mentor to, you know, Josh Trabulus. Do you know? Yeah. Him? Cardiologist. Yeah. yeah. No, he's the internist, but that's his wife. Internist. Anyway, so long story short. That's his short, wife? Yeah, Joyce Bogart's his wife. Bogart Trabulous, yeah. Right. So, so long story short is I had to have this be a focus of mine. And when I dwindled expert management down to like three or four mm -hmm. clients, because I was getting, when I get bored, I don't know if I mentioned this, I change careers. 
So right. I, was a, uh, I was in retail. I was a costume designer. I was a stylist. I was a trend expert. I owned expert management. And now I have this nonprofit. So you just kind of, so nothing, there was no trigger then. You just kind of said a year and a half ago, I'm ready. Yeah, you were ready. And you no, had- yeah, there was, you know what it is? I just felt like everything was really, the kids were suffering so much. And I was, the, do you want me to tell you the truth? I guess I should, right? No, lie, to, man- lie to me. I, I was getting bored with expert management and I knew I didn't right. want to go back into styling and fashion. And I wanted to do something with substance that was exciting and needed. That's right. really what happened. But it wasn't that, it wasn't like you were reading the news and- it, No, no, it, no, it was- no. The thing with me is, and this is the truth, because I'll tell you how I fund projects too. It's all about, did you see this, by the way? I, I showed it to Lauren. Dr. Fauci fan club. Very okay. nice. Okay. It's all about- Is that tie-dye? It's all, yeah. It's all about trends for me. Okay. So yeah. for me, I don't want to call this a trend, but the most, the biggest issue right now for children is mental health because mental health affects- yeah homelessness, food insecurity, post-traumatic stress, separation anxiety. Leon, my daughter, told me that you you stopped calling it mental health and you call it mental Mental wellness. wellness. Well, that's what we're we're striving for that, yes. I love that. Thank you. And you as a doctor, the brain is part of the body, right? Is the brain over here? The brain isn't over here. I love that. It's health, right? It's health. And the brain kind of directs your body, right? If the brain says you're sad, you could be having the greatest life ever. And it's not going to function properly. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. okay. So we, we decided on mental health and no, it was wellness. really no, but yeah, mental wellness, but mental health to get to wellness. Yes. But it's because honestly, we needed an issue that was on trend because in order to raise money, we have a business, you know what I say with a Netflix of nonprofit, because we create our own content and we yeah. support other people's content, which is yeah. actually kind of an interesting concept. So for me, It's like running any business I've ever run. It's creative. It's thinking outside the box. It's successful, I hope. And it's making a difference in people's lives. That's what I like to do. So I thought mental health, mental wellness. And then what Liat came to, when Liat came, it's like, this is one of the most things I'm the most proud of. We partner with Children's Health Fund, which is an amazing, we're boots on the ground now for COVID. We took a little swing and we obviously are focusing on the needs of the kids and their families for COVID testing in the most insecure areas, the most areas that are most Mm -hmm. devastated because they have no money and no access to things. So of course we're doing that. But Children's Health Fund, uh, kudos to them because we had social workers on their buses. They have mental, they have physical health buses around the country, like Mm -hmm. 23 of them or maybe 50. They have numbers, 23 or 52, something like that, um, around that, um, around the country to do healthcare for kids in um, areas where there's no, they have no access to healthcare. But we put the mental health component on the bus in, in South LA and Watts. So we um, paid for that. And then I said, you know what? I want you to do something no one's ever done. I want you to think about something that no one has ever done, <clears throat> bring it to me, and then let me sell it right? It's just like selling anything else. Let yeah. me bring this to me. And that's when your daughter mm-hmm. came. It's mind blowing. We, <clears throat> we have a program called Rising Stars. It's the first ever group therapy for children. So it's the first ever mental health group therapy for children on Skid Row, homeless kids. Wow. So every Wednesday, they meet with a social worker to take a tool, which we call it like our mental wellness toolbox, to take a tool that next week they might not be at the shelter. They might be 
asked to leave. They might yeah. be, uh, you know, in, in foster care. They might be somewhere else. So every week they meet, they take a tool. So even if they have that one tool, maybe that tool will help them. Maybe they can get 20 tools if they go for 20 weeks. But they also get to be with children that are like them. When you never think anyone else is like you because you're homeless yeah. and you're hungry and you're nervous or you're worried about your mom or your dad leaving or whatever, you have a child that's in the same exact position as you or close. That like honestly breaks my heart and warms my heart at the same time because it's a simple idea. I don't really understand why it's never been done, to be honest. Yeah. So you started this foundation a year and a half ago. Yes, but we also do something else. We do something with um, University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, which is called the Brain Manager, and it's prescribed by pediatricians, and we have 500 kids in the pilot program. We funded this all our... Your, your mom why, why University of Pittsburgh? Because, well, we got to them through... You want the story? How we got to them? Okay, so my daughter's an actor, and one of her, like an adult fan, had been um, following her on Instagram. And like a saw stalker? That, no, 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 not at all. She's a, she's a reality, your friend really? that's a reality show. Her, da- yeah. her daughter was on Dance Moms. Her daughter, okay. and she was on Dance Moms. So mm-hmm. she was following Beanie and she had been looking for a cause for herself. Mm-hmm. And Beanie started posting about Your Mom Cares. And she asked, private message to Beanie, can I meet your mother? We oh, met wow. and we started talking. She was amazing. You know, she's a great gal. And she said, we told about mental health and she said, my husband works for University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, Children's Medical Center, and they wow. have a mental health, they have a psychiatric hospital for children, one of like six in the country. Wow. So it was like kismet, right? Because he's not a doctor. He works for the, you know, the money part, whatever. Right. So he said, we have these amazing two doctors. They're like two of the best in the country, pediatric psychiatrist, Dr. Ken Nash and Dr. Eva Sigethy. And why don't you meet them? They're working on some special project thing that I think you might be interested. Maybe you'd even like to fund it. So we're really proud because we were told that, right? Well, right now, you know, there was an earthquake of whatever, of mental health issues. Is it an earthquake or hurricane? What comes before tsunami? Earthquake, right? Yeah. And now they're saying it's a tsunami of mental health issues because of COVID. So, and the pilot program has proven successful. The data will be published, I think, in August. And um, it is, it's incredible. I, I could spend a lot of time telling you about it, but basically it's a prescription and it's matched to um, a coach and the child and the coach like interact not in real time, but the coach knows that by this, this, and this, if that's not right, they immediately go to a psychiatrist. So they immediately have a doctor in charge of them. It all goes into their medical records and their history. But this is the part that I, I need to tell you because you're probably not on, up on these statistics. Why would you be? Um, we don't have enough psychiatrists in this company, country for people that can afford it. And these are adults. In yeah. children, which the brain is different, we don't <clears throat> even come close. And it, most kids cannot afford this kind of care, even if they need it. And yeah. the number two cause of death in this country for children over the age of 10 is suicide. We I bet you didn't know that either. Second to accidents. Yeah. Huh? You knew that? I talked about that on one of our shows because the suicide rate is, was so high. We, yeah, we had to mention it. And it is very startling. And you know what? We've been interviewed a lot where we're told we're not allowed to talk about that. I won't say with really? who. Really? Yeah, well, we were told that. going to be one of my questions is if you feel like people are more open about like their mental health struggles these days. People are way more open because celebrities are coming out and talking about their struggles. But the truth of the matter is, you know what? 
to, you're way too young. And I, I think the doctor is also like a lot younger than me, but here's how I, here's no, but you're a cancer doctor. So you'll, I won't say you'll like this, but you'll understand it. When I was growing up, I'm 65. My parents got divorced. It was a dirty word. Okay. Divorce yeah. was a dirty word. My parents yeah. were the only people the Jewish in the neighborhood that were divorced. I was 17. I, I felt like I had the scarlet letter. Then yeah. I, cancer was a dirty word. Cancer was a horrible word. Nobody said cancer. They were, do you remember that? Or do you know yeah. about that doc? Like, it was like whispered. That. They would whisper like, it. It's like then, that joke and, in uh, St. Almost Fire, right? Do you remember that movie, St. Almost Fire? Yes, but I don't remember the joke. Where they're, they're at a dinner party and the girl's mom, she said, anytime there's anything bad, my mom will whisper it. You know, and they're at, yeah, so the mom true, yeah. talking about the family, the their neighbor who has Right. You know right. what? You're right. Yeah, you yeah. look like a Jewish comedian now that I think yeah. about it. Okay, that's yeah, why I know. get it. Okay, yeah. you're very comfortable. You should go on camera more. So here's the other thing. Um, so then it was AIDS. Right. You could never say AIDS. Oh, and yeah. then it became mental health. Right. So yes, there's less stigma. Is there no stigma? No way. No way is there no stigma. You're going to hire someone that has bipolar two, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you're yeah. going to, I mean, people are stigmatized for this and children are petrified. I have never seen more kids with anxiety and depression. I mean, when I was growing up, you know, I couldn't kick the kickball because I was a terrible athlete and that was my biggest problem. I'm not I even know. kidding. No, it's so true. And it's so, you know, I, on the one hand, you know, I think, oh, these kids have it so lucky. Everything's so oh, much I don't easier. Think so. Right, exactly. I used I don't to think, think so that, at all. But in reality, they have it harder because there's screens. Everybody's so hyper aware, especially in LA, where where every everything's it's not about especially how everybody in LA looks. because it's not especially in LA because you can see all you can see Instagram everywhere. That's true. That's true. Think about it. Yeah, but it's but it's but I know hard. what you it, mean in the school systems. I know. I yeah. understand what you mean. And so there's so much more pressure and, and everything's available right away. And there's this instant gratification and, and yeah. no, it, it's definitely hard. I feel like, it, I feel sorry for the kids today. I feel so sorry. It makes me so sad yeah. for them. And the instant gratification, I think I'm not a psychiatrist. This is me talking, not a doctor. It yeah. connects to addiction because it's boom, sure. boom, 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 boom. And yeah. then it might be another addiction or some other thing that they need to get higher or yeah. I mean, I have a friend whose son was addicted to video games, but had to go to a place for it. I mean, literally addiction. Yeah. He wouldn't go to no, school. No, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. And, you know. God knows I'm what's happening now, but they're stuck yeah. at home. Which but. is, this whole corona thing is, is it's hard for kids. You know, I'm, I'm looking, two of my kids are younger kids. You know, they're ones in yeah. eighth grade, ones in 10th grade. And it's, it's isolating and it's challenging. Yes. And, and, uh, and I think. I, I don't know to the extent, I, I think something like what your, your mom cares, it, it almost seems like it should be like part of all school curricula almost, like some right. wellness component to, to kids in school. Well, I didn't get to say a couple, I'm sorry, I, I, there's so much that I, we've done, so it's like hard to remember everything, but yeah. we do have a back to school uh, backpack toolkit. We, yeah. we partnered with the Jed Foundation and we gave tips on going back to school. And now we're going to do one like a refrigerator one if everybody doesn't go to school like an, or a virtual backpack on how yeah. to like go back to school, but not go back to school, you know, kind of t tips. We also have expert moms. We only have moms because, because of the name, like we would gladly have you on or take you anytime, but you know, it's right. because of the name. So we have a lot of moms that are therapists, psychiatrists, 
uh, nutritionists, exercise coaches, but we also have, so we have expert moms, but we're also doing a partnership this month with um, TriFrame, which is a brand new, it's really genius. It's online, it's for profit, but it's online um, where they match uh, people to therapists because there are people in rural areas, right? They can't get yeah. to an appointment and it's really brilliant. And for a month, Your Mom Cares and TriFrame, we we have some of our experts, they have their experts. We're doing a whole series for moms to help them cope with the kids all different ages while they're stuck at home. You know, the one good thing that I think this whole Corona thing is doing is that we're realizing that you can do a lot of these meetings and appointments virtually online. So you don't necessarily have to schlep your kid a half hour to go see a therapist. You know, if you're taking, you could just meet online maybe. But I've got to tell you something. What you're yeah. missing is there schlep. You're fortunate. You're in the fortunate category. If you can schlep a kid and you sure. have the money and you find a therapist and you have the time and you're not at work. I mean, that's called lucky. If you want to, yeah. if you want right. to name that, no, you know, so right. this is, but what you're right, this is, and, and our brain manager is affording this for everyone because this is going to be a prescription for Medicaid, I think it's called. So it's yeah. going to be where you don't have to pay for this. Right. It's real. I think it's going to be, well, they said it's a game changer. They humbled us by saying, you don't know what you have just done. You have funded something that is going to change the way kids are being treated in this world, in their mental how do you, wellness. How do you raise your money? Sorry, how do you raise I feel, your money? I do money laundering. I, I watched Ozark. Nice. And exactly. <laughs> I love that show. Do you love that show? I'd be good at money laundering. <laughs> you love? Do you love Ozark? Love you. Love, love, love. it. Amazing. Love. No, I literally went downstairs one day. I think we need to set it on a talk show. And I said, you know, I think I want to be a money launderer. <laughs> I think I can do it. And then I said, so you be? I'll be a money launderer. She goes, who are you going to be? Who am I going to be? I said, you're going to be Beanie. I said, but right. wait, like, how am I going to get the money? <laughs> I was like so confused by my own yeah. stupidity, but yeah. um, no, we raised money creatively actually. So we have raised money by having a private, one small intimate private concert. We mm -hmm. have raised money by high net worth people and me having a conversation with them about rising stars. That's the one that your daughter went to. No one's ever what done was the this concert. Well, Adam Levine did a private concert for one of our high net worth donors. She bought it for like a celebration of an engagement. So that was like, gotcha. a, but it was like a 20 minute acoustic concert. It wasn't like a right. concert. Um, we have one of my, uh, and it was my friend that purchased it. So it was like internal. It wasn't like announced. Um, and then um, we have. Uh, did you, did we you have, have to twist his arm to do it or, or, or. No, uh, I mean, you know, it was, no, he was, he was, it was a gift to his mother. So it was fine. So nice. it was good. But, um, and we have a couple of other ones, which I cannot talk about big ones in the works. That's not okay. with him, not him. Okay. Some of our female singers, shall we say. So, um, we also did uh, a high net worth friend of mine who was very interested in mental health and Los Angeles funded rising stars. So for, at, at the beginning, you so know what's crazy at one of the major hospitals a few years ago, they closed their inpatient psychiatry ward. Why? They they oh, I know it, it all went to UCLA or something. I don't know where it went, but because psychiatry, <clears throat> it doesn't pay. Yeah, I understand. And it's risky. Yeah. No, no joke intended. It's it, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But it doesn't it's pay. Hard it to doesn't, die. I mean, I, it doesn't it seems make so money. complex with the diagnosis. It's not like a biopsy and then, you know, stage one, blah, blah, blah. Like there's right. no person reading those cells or whatever it is. 
Um, so yeah, and then but the the creative way that we raise money is is grassroots. Like we have like little not events. We don't, we're not big on events, but I mean because I've done that for so many years. We have partnerships because remember my background is clothing and styling and stuff. So we have right. partnerships with amazing brands, clothing brands and jewelry brands and you know candles. Everybody wants to give back and they also want to make money. So it's like, right. and I know how to do that better than anyone. So like, right. it's like, we're going to do this and only the brands that I curate it. So it has like a beautiful visual because that's my, that's what I've done my whole life. So right. I'm, I'm decent at that. And then we also have like, like my daughter, when she, her movie virtually premiered. So IFC, which is a, uh, a the movie company that distributed her movie, what they movie? donated money for, it was how to build a girl premiered Friday. Virtually, because it can't, not in movie theaters. Oh, okay. I about one, Dr. Phil. Maybe we can talk. You know, it's really a great movie. I'm not just saying it. You should watch it. Yeah, no but anyway, worries. they were super generous. And then, and then we do like, you know, our, our, you know, our kids will do like, um, sometimes they'll just say like, could you help us with the COVID cause of blah, blah. And then we'll get some money from that. But it's really, um, honestly, it's not easy. And it's certainly not easy now to raise money. And raise just like everything hard. else, like we're the little engine that could. You know, but we're doing really big things. And I don't know. People, but people can donate. They can go to your mom cares. Oh, they go. Thank you. Yes, they can go to your mom. I, but you didn't ask me that question yet. But yes, <laughs> yourmomcares.org. And then there's a big donate button. Meredith loves it. R-C-O-L. You just press right. donate and you donate. Oh, we had this grassroots campaign. Wait, I can show it to you. I'll show it to you. I know that no one else will be able to see it, but I'm showing it to you anyway. Okay. Maybe you'll take a picture. So we made all these bracelets. See this? We made $50,000 off these little plastic bracelets. What do they say? Your mom What do cares. they say? YMC. I don't see it. Hold okay, it wait. Hold on. Hold it in front see of right your there? face. No, no. Hold it in front of your face. Oh, nice. We have people making it. You know, they're all over the world. And then one lady just said, you know what? I'm going to give you $10,000 for that bracelet. I'm like, okay. Wow. wow. So let me ask you a question. When you ask someone for money, what yes. percentage of people... Um, you know, say you ask 10 people, how many of those wind up giving? Okay. So I'm going to ask you and Lauren. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I, no, cause I know people, money, asking people for money is really hard. Um, I do. I talk passionately about what we do. I say, right. this is what we do. I know you have your own foundation. I know, uh, you know, you have whatever money's tight, $5, $5 times um, 50,000 people is a lot of money. So right. I don't say we, I've never asked anyone ever for like 25,000, 50. I've never said those numbers, even though in some worlds, those numbers are huge and some they're tiny. Right. Right. But right. I, it depends on who you are. Right. If it's, you know, Bill Gates, he can afford right. that. I don't right. know him, but he can afford it. But, um, probably I just say, give what you can or give right. if it, give if you think that this is a great cause. Right. But then I also will use, I will twist into if you have children, or grandchildren, right? Okay. There's not a mentally well person that goes into a school and shoots it. Yeah. And shoots at your children. That right. person, your doctor, and the doctors told me is not mentally well, certainly not at that moment. They are not right. well. So they right. are suffering from some sort of something, psychosis. I don't even know the words. I don't know the right words. And don't you want that st to stop? Don't you want your children and grandchildren to go to be safe in this world and not only be safe. How about rather than just existing, have joy, have happiness, yeah. have a yeah. passion, be you, yeah. be Lauren. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. So I is that kind of what triggered your whole thing? W was it the school shootings that made you think about it? 
Well, it's funny you should say that. You know what? You're good because I never thought about that, but I literally was so obsessed with Sandy Hook that I, because my daughter was going to Wesleyan, which wasn't far. I was in that area all the time. I have a house in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. I have an apartment in New York. And I was like, now that you mention it, I don't say, I wouldn't say it didn't. How about, I never thought of it, but maybe in my subconscious, yes, maybe. Yeah. I just think that that stuff is just, I mean, I can't even hear it. I can't even say the word now. It's hard to say that word. That is called ridiculous. That's beyond senseless, beyond cruel, beyond anything. I I don't even have a word for it. Babies, the babies, kindergarten. It's crazy. It's crazy. So So how much time do you dedicate to this? How how, how many hours a day? I work 100% full time, but full time for me, like I know I'm not a doctor, like full time for me could be like 60 hours a week. So let's say I work 40. Yeah. But I'm always working. You know, I check my email on the weekends. I check my text. I, if I have to be on a podcast or an IG live, I do it like at night, like whenever I have to do it, I do it. So it's a definite full-time job. And our COO was full-time. The two of us are full-time. Patsy Noah, who's Adam's mom, you know, works on this charity. Alicia Key's mom, Taria Joseph works on this charity. And then we have like freelance, like younger girls that like try to bring in partnerships and, um, you know, work just on those partnerships with me. Are you so, going to partner with um, Goop? What's it called? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? If Gwyneth Paltrow would like to call us and partner yeah. with us, I would say yes. <laughs> I would right. say yes to Goop. Um, right. But uh, yes, no, I, I, I love her products and I love what she does, of course. But um, I haven't gotten, you know, that's the market that we're kind of missing right now that we're going to go after is those mommies in their 30s. Right. Because I have the 20s and I have like the 40s and I have like the 50s and I have like the 60s. And then, you know, the younger 20s, like my daughter's age, they're not married. They're not having kids. You know what I mean? So right. I need that 30 to 40 mom. So if there's a 30 to 40 mom influencer out there that would like to call me or get in <laughs> touch with me, please feel free. I answer all my private message Instagrams. I'm actually yeah. working on that right now. I don't want to say who, but I am friends with some of those girls and maybe they will help. Because they're the ones that has the kids that will be affected the most. Actually. For sure. You know? Do you bug your kids to try to help you with this stuff or, or you no. really leave them alone? No. Well, no. What Beanie would say that is the biggest lie ever. They would both say that. So, okay, yeah. here's the deal. I, this is my, okay, this is my official name for my children. Lord Annoying. Okay, but <laughs> laugh if you will. You know what I say to that? I love a title. Of course. I'm a lord. You so, got to be a nudger. You got to nudge. No, right. so, but, but honestly, here's the thing. I, I can't speak for them, but I think that they 100% are proud of our hard work and believe in what we do. Who wouldn't right. want, I always say there's no right. bad cause, right? So who is not going to want to help? Cure? I worked helping to cure cancer, retina blastoma for years and years and years and years. Who is yeah. going to say like, that's such a bad thing you did, Sharon, trying to help, you know, that's crazy. So you're not going to say that what we're doing is not good. It's not good for people. It's not, we're not helping. So of course the kids are proud and, and some, and I think all of them are really great. Like, you know, we have Michael B. Jordan's mom. We have Chris Paul's mom. We have fabulous moms. I mean, you know what? It's such a joy for me because they've all become such close friends, women that would never know each other, that would never hang out that came from, you know, the South, the North, all over. And what do we, we have in common that our kids are good at what they do and they're in the public eye. So right. that's really it. And then we realized we had a lot more in common. We care. We love kids. We want to give back. Yeah. You know, we love our kids. We love our grandchildren. Yeah. You know, we love the world. 
Did you have to cancel any events this year? Yeah. Hell yes. That secret girl concert, (laughs) that amazing concert that was going to be where I didn't even have to fundraise for a long time, uh, had to be canceled. Um, And we had to cancel the KISS campaign. That's Wheelhouse is one of our partners. It's a super, have you heard of Wheelhouse? It's a super cool like venue in West Hollywood. It's, it's like private. It does events. And um, Brett Montgomery owns it. And he's partners with Jimmy Kimmel. Actually, Jimmy Kimmel's mom is one of our moms. And oh, wow. they do have a company called Camelot, Kimmelot instead of Camelot. But anyway, they did our first annual Kiss campaign last year. They launched us. And they were going to do another one this year. And we had to cancel that. And um, yeah, we had to cancel like... You got to get the band Kiss. Oh, we had like three big, huge... Um, I don't know, Mom's Summit 2.0 with like hundreds of people. Then we had like a 500-person thing at UCLA. We had to cancel a lot. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, so I blocked it out. Tons mm. of stuff we canceled, yeah. Mm. Tons of money making stuff and also awareness. Yeah, I guess hopefully you can do more online things. I know like online content are pretty hard. Well, my, my joke is that like I'm like booked every day now because people are desperate for content. <laughs> so, that's my joke. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't do that today. I am booked. <laughs> That's great. Because like they That's can't great. get anybody else. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we've been wanting to have you on for a long time. No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying you. Liat likes me. I'm not saying you. I'm saying, you know, some, I make a joke with everybody. I'm just joking. So what else are you doing to keep busy during this crazy lockdown quarantine thing? I'm super busy. And I like, I'm not, I don't like to be told what to do, but I like to know I have stuff to do. Does that make sense? Like, so yeah. I'm very like, I wake up every day and I exercise every day. I, I, I'm a psychopath. I wear a fanny pack like a, you know, some like an old guy going to Vegas and I yeah. wear it all day. Okay. It's off right now, but I'm going to see your fanny pack. Oh, oh I, I have 16. <laughs> you want to see it? No, <laughs> no you okay. don't have time. I have 16 of them. So, um, I, but I, I like, I'm favoring one of them right now. So I do 10 to 20,000 steps every day, every day. That's 10, great. I won't go to sleep unless I get to 10 and I try to get to 15 to 20. I take hip hop. Classes online. Nice. I take meditation from my guru in upstate New York, Hudson, online, like four times a week. I work. I start work at because my COO is in Brooklyn, so I start work at like six, seven a.m. Have you done any TikTok hip hop videos yet? I don't know how to do TikTok, but Beanie and I did for a big charity. We did tap dance because I oh. just started taking tap dance lessons, you and can she tap tapped dance? on Broadway. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Re- I'll send it to you. It's really cute. It's very funny. Yeah. I'd love like to see charity. that. Yeah. That's it's awesome. It's a nonprofit. It was very, because I'm like not I'm terrible, but you know, I'm a good sport. So, yeah. um, so we did that. And then, you know, we cooked dinner. We chat about our days because every, she's super busy with all of her right. stuff. My husband's super busy. So we, we all have our separate rooms and then I'm super loud. So if I'm going to be on a loud <laughs> call, I go outside and I take a walk right on the car. And right. then, and then I, we regroup. Her and I, not so much him, he goes to bed early. We watch our shows. We, watch, we have amazing shows. So what are you watching Kill- now? Uh, Defending Jacob. You know that one? I heard about it. It's like some kid who maybe killed someone and the parents yeah. have- Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah, Jewish yeah. couple, like a lawyer. Oh, it's interesting. You'll like it. And uh, then I, um, in Boston, and then it was a book. And then I, we watched Little Fires Everywhere. We watched Ozark because we had never watched it. Ozark and we, there's great. another series we're watching right now that's really great, but of course I can't remember. Oh, we're also watching Hollywood. You know, is that the name of it? Hollywood? Yeah, yeah I heard yeah, about really that cool. with Darren Chris. One? I want to watch that. But there, yeah. that's the, uh, it's Ryan the guy who did all the scary yeah. things. Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Beanie's playing Monica Lewinsky with Ryan Murphy. Ooh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Who's playing yeah. Bill Clinton? I don't remember. 
See, I don't remember any names. I just, I don't right. remember any. I just remember hers. Have you seen, are you watching Fauda? Oh, you I love Fauda. Show? Oh, yes. Fouda's. And I also watched, um, uh, Dissel? Like, no, the one, no, I didn't watch that one yet. The one with, um, Unorthodox. Uh, Al, I, I, we saw all that. I love it. Al Pacino. Um, Oh, oh my God! The, the, the Nazi, Nazi hunter hunters, thing. The hunters. The hunters. Yeah, How was that? Was good. it good? Yeah. Okay. My ex brother-in-law Judd is on episode eight. Ah, <laughs> very well, nice. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Nice. Yeah, I, I saw it. I liked it too. It you saw that? The hunters? Yeah, I did. I, um, I it's really know. good, right? Yeah. Don't tell me the end because I have two more left. Oh yeah. Okay. I won't okay. say. Mm. Yeah, Fauda. I watch. I like Fauda. Yeah. That is great. Unorthodox, oh, I loved. Beanie interviewed uh, the, the star for Vogue, I think. The star of that Unorthodox, was wasn't she amazing? Amazing. amazing. Well, I thank you it. so much for being on this. Oh, thank you. Did you. Was it good? Were you happy? It, it was amazing. When, I mean, I wasn't on Survivor. I'm not no. an anesthesiologist. I'm not what the other guy talked about, the horses. I think he's a rock star. I don't remember. And I can't remember the other person. But I, I gotta tell you, I love, I love the idea, the thought, the need. We really need to do more, and you're doing it yeah. for wellness, especially in our in our kids. Thank you. And and I really, I, I mean, when I heard it, I it's brilliant. It really is. Thank brilliant. you. I mean, I know that we're kidding around, but I also think, by the way, laughter. You kind of can't laugh and be depressed at the same time because the Very brain true. doesn't let you do that. So yeah. I also, I think laughter is the best medicine. But it's a serious subject, and I try to add a little bit of humor or my own personality to it because or else people don't want to listen. It's too no, it's sad. True. That's true. You know? That is true. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. This was great. And happy Mother's right. Day. Happy Thank you. I'm going to go run and eat dinner now. I'm starving. All right. All right. Okay, good. Bye, Bye, you guys. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.